welcome to the Live for Marriage, Money, and Teenagers podcast, where we talk about ways to have a happy marriage, live debt-free and financially free, to raising teenagers to be successful adults. We will dive into marriage prep to what our guests have found that works for their marriages and surviving those teenage years and giving your kids lessons to be a successful adult that they may not learn in school and how to be debt-free and reach your financial freedom goals so you have choices to retire early or to have the retirement that you want. Now, here's your host, author of Mills Way to Richer Living book, Bruce Mills. Welcome back to Live 4. Today we're going to talk about why to start with $1,000 in emergency savings. This is action step three. Now the prime reason why you should do action step three of the Mills Way to Financial Freedom 10 action steps just happened to happen to us recently. I got a call from Darlene. And she said that when she was leaving for work at 1 a.m., yes, 1 a.m., there's weeks she works seven days a week. She, some days she gets up 12, 1, 2, 3 o'clock for work. She has to get to work early to get the her department up and going. She's a manager of the food departments for a grocery store. And well, that morning... She called me on the phone and says the garage door won't close. I tried it eight different times and it won't go down. Finally, I got it down. She wanted me to double check, make sure it was down. When I went out to try it, it would go down about three-fourths the way down. Then it'd stop. Then it'd go back up. Or it would just stay at three-fourths the way down. And I... You know, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, man, there's there's a big bill. I always correlate stuff with bills and money. What's it going to cost us? Well, I did my normal YouTube search to see how to fix things. You know, I do this for household fixes and on car fixes. YouTube has a lot of good information out there. And I tried what I saw in different videos You know, some talked about making sure the sensor lights were matched up. Some talked about making sure the tracks were straight, making sure the wheels were lubed, all that good stuff, but nothing worked. So I did my next best step. I called the garage door repair company that we've worked with before. And the guy on the phone said, well, maybe it's the motherboard. You know, he said a lot of times... It'll do that. It'll stop. So I lined up a repairman to come and he came to our house the next day. And when he got there and we walked into the garage, he knew right away what the problem was. He pointed up to the springs and said, there you go. The spring had broke in half. And he said, you know, depending on the use and if you take care of your garage door springs and keep them lubricated and keep the wheels lubricated, it can last. He's seen them last three years. He's seen them last 10 years. Well, don't know how old these were. They didn't look that old to me, but they were broken. So he had to replace it. 
Well, the bummer, I said, it was Christmas time when they broke and we had to fix the garage door. The bill was $400. Now, $400 may not be a lot of money to you, but to me, that's a lot of money. You know, I don't like to spend money, especially on repairs, but that's the prime reason why we have people save $1,000 as a starter emergency fund in action step three. Because if you didn't have that $400 to pay for a repair on your garage door, either the garage door would stay broken, you just wouldn't park in the car, or I mean in the garage and do it manually or something, dinking around with that. And think, if you lived where we used to live in the Midwest, you'd be fighting snow. But since we had an emergency fund for the garage door repair, we were able to get it done easily. Even though it is never fun to spend money on repairs on your car, on your home. But if you have the money... You can pay for it in cash. You don't have to charge it. Where most people that do charge stuff on credit cards end up don't paying off the balance and pay interest on it month after month after month. That's what the credit card companies want. So that's why we suggest in action step three, save $1,000 and also... Cut up the credit cards. Live on cash. Hey everyone, just a quick break so I can tell you about our show sponsor for today. Let's dive in now into... Action step three, how to save that $1,000 for emergency. This step can be a fast one, but it can be challenging at the same time. Anytime we do something new, it can be challenging. Think about the first time you drove a car and then how well you drive a car now. I remember I was driving a car in Muscatine where I grew up. It's a real hilly town and... I was, we were only about a mile from our house and we were going down this steep hill and the light turned yellow and then red and I hit the brakes and didn't know the touch of the brakes and I end up slamming on the brakes and then the car goes skidding down to a stop and I felt so embarrassed and my dad just shook his head. He didn't say anything but... I'm a much better breaker now than I was then. You know, some people pick up on riding a bike sooner than others. You know, everybody learns at different speeds. And however you attack this, you have to look at it. This is one of your steps to reaching financial freedom. If you put your mind to it, you can make it happen. Number one, we need to save $1,000 in our checking account as fast as we can for emergencies that come up just like our $400 for that garage door. Second, and now you're going to think I'm crazy on this one, but cut up all your credit cards. 
live on cash only. Most people cannot have a credit card. It's too much temptation for them. Then they get into buying, they charge stuff, or it gets to be birthday or Christmas gifts or a present for a wedding. And before they know it, it's the end of the month. They don't have, aren't able to pay the credit card off. So they'll say, oh, I'll get it next month. And they're paying interest charges on and on. So again, step two, cut up all those credit cards and live on cash only. Some people may be saying, how am I supposed to save $1,000? I'm in debt, debt, debt. I have all this debt. How am I going to save $1,000? I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Well, let me give you some ideas. And I'm sure once you hear these ideas, you could come up with your own ideas. So number one, have a yard sale. Sell everything that you haven't used around your house in the last year. You might be surprised how much stuff you come up with that you could sell. Number two, you could sell the items, you know, on eBay or Amazon or Craigslist, LetGo, BookScout or Declut or Poshmark, Etsy, Amazon, Facebook, or there's probably a lot of other sites. I don't like to sell large items on those sites i like to sell smaller items or clothes things that are easier to ship things that are larger i like to sell on craigslist or have yard sales third go get a part-time job a lot of part-time jobs out there go knocking at doors seeing if there's you could pick up four eight hours a week or 16 hours or 20 hours but get a part-time job to save up that $1,000. Next, you could go door-to-door and see if anybody needs help in your neighborhood. Maybe you could clean their yards, or maybe you could walk their dogs, or maybe if they have kids, you could help tutor them with their math or any of your skills that you're good at. Next, as we're talking about skills, how about offering your skills on Fiverr.com or other websites where you could do some consulting gigs for some money? Another way, you know, people are hustling out there and making some money on the side. They're driving for Uber or Lyft or doing DoorDash deliveries. Postmates is another option for deliveries. Might be another option for you. Next, you could do online surveys. I know a lot of places talk about online surveys, a way to make money. I have not seen that yet. To me, it's a slow process, but I'm bringing it up because a lot of people bring it up. Next, hit your new budget hard. Maybe eat ramen noodles or peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for the next month to save some money out of your food budget to raise your $1,000. Another one is Inbox Dollars website. You can make money watching movies and doing surveys and other things. But again, this one, it's, it's been a slow process. But some people have good luck on it. Another one like Zillow website, you can rent stuff out around your house that maybe you're not using. Maybe you run out your ping pong table. Just an idea to raise some money. 
The next one got a good laugh from my wife. I haven't made any money on this site yet, but rentafriend.com. You could be somebody's friend for money. There's people out there that need a friend to go to an event, to hang out with, to go for walks with. You could be a friend to somebody for money. You can charge $20, $30, $40, $50, $60 an hour, whatever you want to charge, and you can list the activities that you would do. So if you're done laughing, <laughs> like I said, my wife and her friends like to laugh at and make fun of me on that rent-a-friend one. So next one, go ask your boss for, is there any overtime you could do? Is there any departments that need help where you could pick up more hours? Is there special projects you could do for your company to make some extra money? Tell them you're trying to raise $1,000 for an emergency savings fund account. You're trying to get debt-free it's an action step towards financial freedom. Plus, there's a lot more websites out there. I've seen lists on Google and that for 500 ways to make some money on the side. I've done a lot of them. I've tried a lot of them just for fun to see if they work, see if I can make some extra cash. I haven't had much luck on seeing a return on investment or return of my time on them. Like I said, the most profitable thing I've seen so far is getting that second or third job to make money. At least you know you got that money coming in and not extra cost. Next best one for me is selling stuff. I've been able to raise money selling stuff on eBay and other websites. And next would be having yard sales. Made some money there, but some people don't like to have yard sales where having people chew you down and, you know, you uh, try selling it for $10 and they offer you $1 or $2. But that's what we teach, though. Ask for deal. Some positive quotes to think about. Take action. An inch of movement will bring you closer to your goals than a mile of intention by Steve Marboli. What have I been talking about? Why do we call it an action step three? You need to take action. You're going to hear me say this a lot. Take action. You have to do something. We can write stuff down. We can tell people about it. But if we don't take action, nothing happens. Here's another quote. The future depends on what you do today by Gandhi. Awesome. So take action today. Come on. Let me know how long it took you to save $1,000 for your emergency fund if you don't have it. Let me know how you did it so we can share it with other people. Hope you have a great day and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Live For Marriage, Money, and Teenagers podcast with Bruce Mills. Be sure to check back every Thursday for a new Live For podcast at anchor.fm, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and more coming. Or go to millsway.com or livefor.club. Please support this podcast at anchor.fm slash livefor or millsway.com or paypal.me slash millsway. 
If you want to be a guest on the show, email us at bruce at millsway.com. Thanks and have a great day.